Hey, welcome to Preacher to Preacher, a podcast for those who want to get noticeably better in their preaching and teaching ministry. I'm Rick Reed, president of Heritage College and Seminary, and on today's podcast, I want to talk to you about the importance of soul care for the preacher. As I've said before on this podcast, the hardest part of preaching is the heart work it requires. While it's indeed hard work to exegete a passage, to uncover the big idea, to craft a clear and compelling outline, to add the right illustrations and applications, yes, all of that is hard work. But I found the hardest work is not preparing a sermon to preach, but preparing my heart to preach the sermon. Now, to keep your heart in good order as a preacher, it will require some deliberate, purposeful action. Guarding your heart, as we're told to do in Proverbs 4.23, takes practicing soul care. If you've been preaching for any length of time, you've already found this out. But pressures of life in ministry can lead us to skimp on soul care. We can get busy taking care of the souls of others and neglect our own. And in time, this will lead to disaster. So how does a preacher practice personal soul care? How do we guard our own hearts? Much could be said, but let me highlight four proactive practices that I've found to be life-giving. Here's the first. Cultivate a devotional life that's bigger than your sermon preparation. Cultivate a devotional life that's bigger than your sermon prep. Now, I've alluded to this before in a previous podcast, but let me say it again. We need to make sure that we don't become professionals in our approach to God's Word, that we only dig into it to get a sermon out of it, that we only apply it to others without first applying it to ourselves. That's why we need a devotional life that gets us into God's Word to feed our own souls. That's why as preachers, we need to remember we're not just shepherds, we're also sheep. I found it crucial to read and study God's Word for my own spiritual nourishment. And while some of what I gain from these times will eventually show up in a sermon, that's not the point. We go to God's Word so He can speak to our own souls. Here's the second thing that we can do to practice personal soul care. And that is, get your soul happy in God. Get your soul happy in God. I love that phrase. I'm indebted to George Mueller for this idea. You remember George Mueller, right? He was a busy pastor and a leader of a large orphanage in England in the 19th century. He had a lot on his plate every single day. But he liked to say that his first and primary business was to get his soul happy in God. You see, he realized that he would preach and lead out of the overflow of a life that was full of God, full of God's love, full of God's truth, full of God's grace. So he knew he had to get his soul happy in God. Well, how do you get your soul happy in God? Well, I think you know. It's spending time in his presence. So we get to be reminded of his greatness and his glory and his goodness. It's praying with Moses who said in Psalm 90, Lord, satisfy us in the morning with your steadfast love that we may rejoice and be glad all of our days. So we go to God and we ask him to fill us again. 
But we also take time to enjoy God's goodness in the forms of the many good gifts that he gives us. We get our soul happy in God as we receive and enjoy and embrace his gifts. Those gifts could be a walk in the woods on a beautiful Sunday afternoon or even a Sunday afternoon nap. It could be the taste of a ripe peach or the love of a spouse. All of these big and little things that God does to bless us, we receive them as his good graces and his good gifts, and we get happy in him. I like what Joe Rigney writes. He says, God's gifts become avenues for enjoying him. Beams of glory that we chase back to the source. So here's a third thing that will help you practice personal soul care. It's avoid whatever sullies your soul. Avoid whatever sullies your soul. Listen, pastoral ministry comes with many challenges that can weigh our souls down, but nothing messes with us or pulls us down like our own sin. Sin sullies our souls and takes the joy out of our fellowship with God. So we need to guard our hearts by avoiding the sins that sully our souls. I'm not just talking about the more obvious and overt manifestations of sin. I'm also talking about the more covert compromises that we sometimes make. Susanna Wesley, who was the mother of John and Charles Wesley, taught her children to see sin as anything that caused them to sully their souls before God. Listen to what Susanna Wesley said. Whatever weakens your reason impairs the tenderness of your conscience, obscures your sense of God, and takes off the relish of spiritual things, that to you is sin. You know, avoiding what sullies my soul has led me to forego some things that others seem free to embrace. It might mean choosing not to read a best-selling book or see an Oscar-nominated movie because I know there's content in them that will mess with my mind and sully my soul. Keeping our souls in top spiritual condition is crucially important for us as preachers. And that's why we want to make every effort to walk by the Spirit and guard our hearts by avoiding those things that sully our souls. Well, let me give you a fourth thing that you and I can do to practice personal soul care. It's this. Preach the gospel to yourself every day, especially on Sundays. You see, no matter how committed we are to walking with God, we will all stumble at times. Our feet get dirty as we walk through this world, and our souls sometimes do get sullied. And when that happens, we feel defeated as Christians, and we feel like posers as preachers. How can we preach God's word when we know that we failed to live up to it? Well, that's why we need to go back again and again to the glorious truth of the gospel. We need to remind our hearts that our standing before God is solely on the basis of His grace to us in Christ. We are forgiven not because we are good, but because He is gracious. We are forgiven not because of the depth of our sorrow, but because of the death of His Son. So we preach the gospel to our souls again and again. I like what Jerry Bridges says. He says, On your worst days, you are not beyond the reach of the gospel. And on your best days, you are not beyond your need for the gospel. 
So to keep going and growing as preachers, we will need to keep guarding our hearts. Soul care is not a luxury, it's a necessity. So here's a question for you to consider. What will you do this week to practice personal soul care? Hey, thanks for listening. If you'd like information about Heritage College and Seminary, visit the school's website at discoverheritage.ca. To receive a free ebook on how you can get free from your sermon notes, or for information on my noticeably better preaching course, visit our website at rickandlindareed.com.